Bad managers are the top cause of unhappiness in the workplace. According to a survey by an HR consulting firm, more than 50% employees leave their jobs to get away from a bad boss. Everyone who's had a bad manager knows what it can do to your stress levels and job satisfaction. I am Vinod Vadwani and this is Life Acumen at Work. I'm a long-time executive coach who works with corporate leaders to help them in seeking new perspectives while focusing on tangible benefits to them and their organization. On this podcast, I share perspectives from the coaching conversations I've had with corporate leaders and the specific challenges they face in their work life. On today's show, I will talk about a challenge one of my executive clients, we will call Casey, to protect his confidentiality, had with his manager. Casey had been at this large company for 16 plus years and had worked his way up from being a trainee engineer to a middle management position. His challenge was that he had a toxic manager who kept undermining his confidence. Let's unpack this challenge, which many middle management executives like Casey face in their daily corporate grind. So, keeping in spotlight your coaching conversation with KC, how does this play out in the workplace? In KC's case, it played out in various ways. One of the things which his manager used to do was to keep him in an off-balance state. What does it mean? Well, a toxic manager who keeps you in an off-balance state will by design alternately approve and offend you. For example, on a Monday, the boss may say, you did well on the presentation. On Wednesday, he may say, don't tell me that you don't know how this process works. That's pathetic. You need to step up. I see. And this keeps you always questioning your ability and in an off-balance state of, am I good enough? Absolutely. Which other behavior did Casey's boss use to undermine him? One other behavior which Casey's boss used to dent his confidence was to pass secondhand criticism. What is secondhand criticism? It is a kind of critical feedback which a manager does not provide you directly, but passes to you as coming from another senior executive. Can you give an example? So, for example, in the case of critical feedback given directly, the manager may tell you, I think you could have done a better job on this report. But when passing second-hand criticism, he may say something like, the CFO was really disappointed with your report. And that makes you feel more miserable? Absolutely. See, bad managers like to pass second-hand criticism because it increases your dependency on them for both direction and information from senior management. And this dependency further undermines your confidence? Yes, very much. Any suggestions how to handle these situations in the moment? Well, in the moment, the only way to handle these situations is to not react impulsively. But then... Over the short to medium term, one needs to carve out a strategy to tackle it. So, what Casey and I did was try and identify what made Casey's manager use this ploy of CFO's second-hand criticism to undermine Casey. So, what strategy did Casey carve out? Well, after reflecting on this, Casey realized that his manager seemed to be aware that Casey and CFO were not really connected and rarely had one-to-one interaction. This realization made Casey to start paying attention to building relationships up, down, and across the organization, 
look if you're networked in the organization there are less chances that a manager can use second hand criticism as a ploy to dent your confidence that's interesting well what are some other ways in which bad managers may undermine your confidence one other way bad managers may dent your confidence is to use the authority of the position to intimidate you while keeping a happy face can you share an example of how do they do it here's an example of how a toxic manager will achieve this he may run into you in the office lobby and calmly remark something like this if you have a chance can you go and meet the purchasing head he tells me we won't be able to process any more orders until we are done with our payments well is not going to look good on your performance if that happens i see so they turn a simple request to a threat to undermine you that's correct so how all this affected kc look one of the biggest problems you will run into when you work for a bad manager is that you end up spending so much of mental and emotional bandwidth trying to keep up with him that you hardly have energy left for yourself in that state your judgment gets impaired see You can't come up with great out of the box ideas when an overly critical boss is breathing down your neck. And this led to KC being in constant state of mental and emotional stress? Yes, very much. And there was a crisis of confidence within KC as he thought about the next role in his career where he felt that he was being bypassed for other people who were less technical and less able to fill that role. This further chipped away at his confidence as he started feeling that he was not good enough for that role. So, how does one get out of this crisis of confidence inflicted by a bad boss? One of the things I do in my coaching interventions in such situations is to help my client to shore up his sense of control. Look, a crisis of confidence occurs when you feel you are not in control of the situation. Can you elaborate on it? See the mistake many of us do when we have a bad manager who's undermining our confidence is thinking that we can influence the manager's behavior towards us and when we are not able to do that we feel out of control and self-doubt starts to creep in so in this situation i advise my client is to make a clear distinction between what you can and can't control the manager's behavior towards you what he's going to say what he's going to think is clearly something which you cannot control so coming back to kc how was he able to navigate this situation kc realized that by paying too much attention to his manager's behavior towards him he had easily fallen into the bullying trap laid out by his manager so kc and i worked on identifying things which can bring back a sense of control and hence confidence within kc what were those things What Casey realized was that the one thing which had helped him rise to the position he's at today was putting his focus on learning and gaining skills for getting to the next role which he seemed to have abandoned for the last couple of years. So the big realization for Casey was that he gets his sense of control and confidence by focusing on the process of learning and mastering skills and not on the outcome. Let's pause at this point for a second. as you make an important distinction between having confidence in the outcome versus confidence in the process and effort one is having confidence in your ability to learn and master things while the other is placing confidence in that transient the latin root of the word confidence is fiducia which means trust faith assurance so having confidence or placing confidence means 
having trust having faith champion athletes get onto a field wanting to win but the only thing they place their confidence on is how they play the game the thing they can control in the here and now in kc's case it was important for him to realize the thing that gave him a sense of control was how he plays the game that is learning and mastering the skills essential to get that next role and that is what he should place his faith on so how did you help kc to recoup his confidence look when we are in a crisis of confidence in our job we tend to forget our past achievements that made us rise through the ranks this was also the case with kc he was drawn so much into the misery of his manager's attitude towards him that he had forgotten he had some tremendous strengths which had helped him rise to the current position i urged him to dig deep into his past achievements where i was sure he would find the fountain of self belief to tide him through the confidence dip he was experiencing with his current boss that's interesting can you share a strategy which you helped kc adopt in this context See when you have garnered 10 15 years of experience and risen to a middle management position you would have surely developed some key areas of expertise so i urged kc to identify his key areas of expertise or knowledge pool he had developed over the years and make them public through credentials symbols or artifacts can you share an example of how to make them public there are multiple ways to do this you may start with putting some of your past accolades or rewards on your office desk you may share articles on social media platforms such as linkedin these actions not only help you shore up your confidence but also makes you more visible inside and outside the organization which may also become an antidote to the manager's bad behavior towards you a loss of confidence can be really hard to deal with we all been there the question is how quickly we bounce back and like kesi it requires looking at what got us through those moments in the past and making a choice on what we need to think and do to move forward when we look at our past we will realize that successes often outweigh failures and more importantly that we survived through the failures and garnered priceless lessons along the way our track record provides an inventory of what has happened over the long run in the past which we can then balance against what we fear may happen in the future in the short term listeners interested in the subject of distraction may tune into my episodes on why it is important to pay attention to our attention and how to overcome distraction and regain focus at work as i wind up this episode I would like to remind listeners that you can tune into all episodes of Life Acumen at Work on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Thanks for listening to Life Acumen at Work podcast. I'm Vinod Vadwani.